Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curl. I was been thinking the last couple of days about some things to talk about, and there are so many subjects, so many conversations to be had. But one of the ones that has been on my mind a lot recently is what tools do we use to get the curls we want? Things to assist us in getting the curls, but I don't think that there's as much information out there as there could be. So I wanted to bring it up and talk about some of my favorites, give you some ideas, and let you see how much more you can actually get out of your curl. Because no matter what, we all have things that we look at and see that would be the perfect curl in our mind. So I'm going to kind of start out with talking about the different curl characteristics and some tips for each one of those. The first one that I'm going to address is the two ABC curls and waves. Oftentimes, those of us that have those types of curls, including myself, we find that we don't get the volume we want, we don't get the spring to the curl, or the lift or the bounce. Clips are an amazing asset. You have claw clips, butterfly clips, uh, gator clips, um, alligator clips, and then you have single prong and double prong clips. Now, you can always go and research and kind of pull up, since you can't see me talking here, you can pull up on uh, Google and enter each one of those in so that you can have a really good visual. They all grab and attach and clip up the hair a little differently. So I'm going to start talking about the smallest ones first, which are the single prong and the double prong clips. They're tiny, one to two inches in length, uh, not very wide. They are especially helpful when you want to just lift the roots a little bit, or maybe you have a couple curls that you would like to lift up and then you can clip it and place it. Now, when you are styling the hair, clips are used to support. So as the hair is wet, it weighs down the hair. And then eventually, as the water go ahead and dissipates and dries, then that hair will have been weighted down. Clips are used to hold the hair up so that the water does not weigh it down during the drying process. That's why we get flat. And since most of us with two ABC curls, we do not have the natural lift or spring at the root area. And that's what causes the lack of volume. So these tiny little clips, you would pinch the hair, hold it up, and place the clip so that the hair is in between, and you get about an inch of lift. And then if you have a few extra pieces that you need to spring up, you can kind of lift that curl and put the clip there. At that point, you may choose to air dry or you can diffuse right over top of the clips. And then after the hair is dry, you can pull the clips out. 
They can also be very helpful and useful in your refresh days when you might spritz a little bit of liquid into your hair. You can put the clips in, walk around, do your thing, or you can finish off with diffusing once again. Now, I like to use uh, alligator clips as well. They're longer, a little thinner, and you can do that, but it creates a longer space when you're lifting up, whereas the little clips are gonna get little pieces. So here you can get a whole entire strip of hair and use it in the same way. Put it in at the root area, secure it, and when you have the lift you want, just leave it there. Now with the claw clips and the butterfly clips, they're stronger, they have teeth, and so I like to oftentimes, when the hair is wet, go in vertically because that's going to help lift and pinch in a way that as the hair dries, it does not create lines or crimps in the hair. And so you won't be able to see where you've had the clips when you dry the hair, but you will be left with lift. Now in refresh days, I like to put them in horizontally, open them up, place them against the head, and then push and lift and then clip. And that gives me a little extra bend at the root and it lifts and holds the hair while the hair's, you know, setting in place after having product put in it. Or I can also hit it with the diffuser a little bit and then just let it cool down. Those are some of my favorite ways to use the clips with the 2ABC hair. You can use the same clips with 3ABC curls. 3ABC curls are going to have a little bit more lift and bounce than the 2ABC. But sometimes you still want a little bit extra volume. You can start out exactly the same way by lifting and clipping. And as particularly if the hair is a bit longer, then after you've put the clips in at the root area, go down about two thirds of the way on the strand of hair or the clump or the area that you're looking at and take your fingers, pinch, and then loop up and push and then secure with the clip there. That way, those ends are not hanging around, getting ruffled. You're not running your hands through them, uh, frizzing them up, or displacing those curls. That way the curls can stay defined and together. You can air dry or follow up with diffusing. Same thing when you go to refresh on day two. Now, to get a little bit more volume with these curls, I like to open up at the root area, lift the hair, flip it over the top of the head, and hit it with the diffuser there. Then you can go ahead and apply a gator clip or even um, some of the thinner, longer metal ones and secure the root area there and let it cool down and finish out. With your afro textures, your kinky, curly, coily, those ones can be a little bit more difficult. You would use the slimmer, longer metal clips after you break up at the scalp, either with your fingers or you can hit it with the diffuser at the roots a little bit. Um, and you can place those in that way. I'm not really a big fan of the butterfly clips or the gator or claw clips on the afro textures or the kinky coily textures. Sometimes that displaces and roughs up those curls and it doesn't always hold it in the way that you want. But I do like the smaller clips for those textures of hair. And the kinky coily 
textures, those would be your 4ABC textures. And you're gonna get the most volume and it takes up the most space with the tighter the curl. So oftentimes most people are not complaining or talking about not getting enough lift. Sometimes they're worried about having too much volume. Now that kind of leads me into using combs, picks. With your four ABC textures, if you do want to have more lift and you want to create more of an afro effect uh, or you want to stretch out the curls, oftentimes being able to use a pick at the roots to give a little bit of extra lift can help stretch that out. And then that way you can shape and place the curls where you want them to be. If we work backwards, and I'll talk about the three ABC curl textures. With those, you can use a little bit of the clip, but the hair definitely needs to be dry. And you need to have that softer, slightly frizzy base, if I'm going to say that, because that's going to help give you that lift and that volume. If it's too smooth at the root, then that can cause collapse. And with the eight, two ABC curls, we often are not going to be combing out or um, picking out at the root because the smoother that we pull out our root, then what you're going to find is you're going to have less volume again. So you can almost undo what you had created the first time. Doesn't mean that you can't find a way to use it or you can lift up the ends. Um, it would matter how you apply it to the hair as to if that's going to lift up. With the two ABC curls, we often like to put that pick in, lift up, and maybe apply some hairspray at the root. And then afterwards, you can hit it with the diffuser. When the hair is wet after it's been freshly washed and conditioned, we have some choices on detangling. One of my favorites for detangling is to use the Denman brush. You will find in Denman brushes that we most often are probably going to use the seven row, the nine row, or even the paddle brushes. Those are the three that we use the most in the salon. They work great for detangling, for spreading product through from roots to ends. Even on refresh day, if you add some of that product in, that liquid, or even water, you can use the brush to smooth out your curls on the ends, apply a little bit more cream or mousse or product of your choice, and then diffuse. And that does a wonderful job of refreshing those curls, especially in your 2ABC and your 3ABC curls. For 3ABC curls, you may find that you like some of the wider, thicker, heavier combs. Uh, they are a little bigger. There's uh, wide teeth and there's more spacing in between the teeth. Applying product with those can give you a little bit of a kind of smoothed out and make you give a little bit more separation to your curls. It may not smooth the product through as well as a Denman brush does, but it's all going to be about how you want those curls to look and behave when you're done applying product. The heavier combs that have the wider teeth work really well. If you have the type of curl, like maybe a 2ABC curl or even a 3ABC curl, after you've applied the product and you want to smooth out those curls afterwards and separate them when they're dry, and maybe even have a little bit of a finished, slightly frizzed, messed up look, you can work that through and separate those curls out dry. Those types of combs work really well for your 4ABC hair and detangling 
separating and particularly when prepping the hair to go into like your manipulated styles such as a two strand twist, braids, three strand twist, and even flat braids helps to separate out the hair and put it into a workable size so that as you're working with it, you can get nice smooth twists. One of the tools that I really like is our CIC diffuser. I have found in my experience that sometimes it doesn't matter as much what your hair dryer is, but what matters a lot more is what the diffuser is. For working in the salon, the CIC is my favorite because I have three options. They have a hover head, they have your regular deep bowl and shorter fingers head, and then you have long fingers and a medium-sized bowl. So each one of those plays a different part in drying your hair. The hover is exactly as it sounds. You can hover it over your curls so that you are not moving the curls around at all. So it's kind of like sitting under a hooded dryer. This way you can dry them in place, particularly for those that are worried about getting too much volume or having too much mass to the hair. And also it helps with making sure it doesn't get too frizzy because you're not pushing against the curls. The deep bowl with the shorter fingers is probably one of my most often used heads on the diffuser. That is because it works great for encompassing all of the hair, uh, longer hair, you can place it in and it wraps around and it holds the curls in place and it gathers quite a bit of hair. Short hair, it gets the whole entire section. And then lastly, the one with the longer fingers that is designed to go in and be able to lift up the hair while the air is circulating and diffusing. And this way it can give you the most amount of volume. Now I'm going to tell you what I look for in a diffuser. I look for the fact that I can use it on high air from my hair dryer without disturbing the hair as it is. Most times it's often recommended to use a diffuser on low air and medium heat. But amazingly enough, I have found with the CIC diffuser that I can put it on high air and it is barely moving that hair. So my frizz factor it becomes very low. And of course, that's what most times what we're looking for. My other favorite feature about this dryer is it has an elbow. So it bends. That makes it ergonomically easier for me to use on my own hair or even to be able to rest it on my arm with my dryer so that I am not as fatigued after diffusing someone's hair, especially if they have longer hair. And it has a universal fit. So it is going to fit probably 99% of the dryers out there. We don't have to have the large engines or motors in hair dryers like it used to be years ago. You need a more powerful hair dryer when you're doing blowouts, smoothing out the hair, and straightening the hair. But since we're diffusing, we don't need that kind of power. So I wouldn't get caught up in having to find the most powerful hair dryer out there. The other option with drying your hair is a hooded hair dryer. This is something we use in the salon a lot. Now, they can be very helpful at home as well. You can get them where they're not attached to the furniture or to the chair. They roll around. They have wheels on the bottom. They easily get put away in a closet or the corner of a room. My favorite is that you can sit under there, have your breakfast, check out your emails, look at your phone, or even take a nap. 
but using a hooded hair dryer, you're going to experience the least amount of frizz in your curls. You can place them with clips and then just sit under there. And they're also not that expensive. You know, you can find one anywhere from about 125 to 175. And, you know, that's no more than some of your more expensive hair dryers. So as you can imagine, there's many more tools out there that you can find. Somebody's always coming up with something uh, or different names for them. This just happens to be a small collection of some of my favorite. But if you have some others that you absolutely love, especially ones I haven't mentioned, feel free to shoot me an email and I'll be happy to check it out. Because as you know, you can always improve on things that you use, tools that you have around in your life on a day-to-day basis, and especially with our curls. I love hearing tips from how you work with your hair as well. I hope this gave you a good idea of how to use the tools at home that you may not have used before, and even maybe look at the things that you have in a new way so you can try a few new things out or be inspired as you're looking at other videos on social media, YouTube, or even maybe what your friends are doing. Share tips with each other. It can be quite inspiring. Thank you for joining me again today. I hope you got something out of this episode and I look forward to having you join me again next week. Have a wonderful and amazing day. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on this podcast with your story, with either your success journey or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, send all correspondence to me at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. Now I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I'd like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, Love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.